You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. This week, our live story is from Hattie Preston. Hattie talks about falling for a guy uh, that she doesn't know very well and having him turn out to be a little different than she expected. And by different, I mean worse. This week, I sat down with Lucia Whalen. Lucia is one of those people who um, fully pisses her pants if she laughs too hard. So um, she told me about that, and we talked about her teenage, her wild teenage years a little bit. Here's Lucia Whalen. So when I was in high school, I loved smoking weed, mm-hmm. and. On 420, like we treated it like a holiday, so me and my friends would not go to school on 420. And How did she get away with that? We would just not go to school. Well, I would call myself out. So I would like mimic my mom's voice and call myself out. And she, she does this thing, she's like, Hello, this is Susan Malott. Oh, you don't have the same laughing? Yeah, she is. And, like, she's so frustrating to deal with that, like, the attendance people just wouldn't want to deal with her. So they were like, okay, cool, yeah, she's done. So so we would just call ourselves out of school and then, like, go, like, smoke, like, an eighth. And then... Um, and then just, like, go to McDonald's and, like, every different food establishment, like, fast food (laughs) establishment in the village of Oak Park. And, um... Wait, would you get caught? No. By your parents? They ne- would never know you took a day off? Yeah, they never know. Wow. Or I would just say, like, I'm taking the day off. I probably didn't say that. I, I was, like, a senior in high school, so I think <laughs> I, it was, like, almost graduation. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so we would just, like, go and, like, eat fast food. And here's the thing I would always forget about is that, like, I pee my pants all the time. Like, when I'm laughing. <laughs> like, I pee my pants all... And it's, like, elevated to, like, times 100... If I'm high, oh, yeah. and I don't, I don't when smoke I take anymore. mushrooms. I almost pee myself every time, where I'll be like, "Everyone, stop talking! Stop talking! Yeah. I, need to, I need to just concentrate for a second on not peeing." Well, I think I just have like no pelvic floor or something because like it, it's nothing I can control. It's like if someone says something so funny, it's like I have no defenses and all the fluid just leaves my body, and so and I forgot about that. So we like we had spent the whole day smoking and eating, and then like we went to meet up at my crush's house he was one of those kids whose like parents were never home and like we could smoke in his room so we we're like we're gonna cap off this 420 and suburbs growing up in the suburbs sounds so crazy oh it was insane well <laughs> oak park is also like its own world and so we like went to this guy's house and our friend was there and this guy had a crush on and we were sitting on his bed just like talking and he was telling a joke he was telling a story and we had i was like so high at this point and he was telling the story and he hit the punchline and i just it was like the funniest thing i had ever heard and like the like niagara falls just like left my body and like the levees broke and like every and it's the worst feeling because it's like, oh, my night's ruined. <laughs> it's like, I can't come back from this. It's like, I'm going to be so physically uncomfortable for the rest of the night. And I just, like, panicked. And I was like, how do I get everyone out of this room? <laughs> and so, like, somehow I managed to, like... So I was sitting on his bed. So I had, like, just peed on his bed. And... 
And I was like, okay, I need to get everyone. So somehow everyone left. I, I had probably been like, let's go get McDonald's again or something. <laughs> and so everyone left. I was like last to leave so no one could see me from behind, you know? And and I closed the door and like turned off the lights. And I was like, okay, how do I like keep them out for two <laughs> days? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do I like keep them out for two days? Like I need to burn down the house. <laughs> but so we just like left and I was like, okay, taken care of like it's totally fine and they're not gonna know that i peed on this bed and then at like 1 a.m i got a call and it was from my friend destin and he was with the other guy <laughs> and he was and i picked up the phone and i thought it was like a booty call i was like oh my crush is calling me and he was like did you pee on our bed <laughs> and i was like i was just like panicked and i was like oh my god no like do you think i have bladder control issues like no that's disgusting it was probably your dog and they were like okay it was in the exact spot where you were sitting (laughs) and i was like oh my god that's like so disgusting i'm so offended you would think that i would do that like no like i just kept denying it and they were like i don't know if they fully believed me but like i just kept denying it and like i was a cool enough person that like people believe me like people started inquiring because the rumors spread and i was like no it was literally his dog like he was just like he's just like putting this off on me and i got away with it and no one knew until i tweeted about it this 420 (laughs) i admitted to it and now i'm not afraid Did did he message you no, he didn't. But I saw him, he saw my Instagram story of the screenshot of the he, tweet. And he didn't reach out. That's wild. He didn't. He probably forgot. But it was, the, it was like the worst moment. <laughs> Just having, oh, I can't imagine. The, as a teenager, that type of embarrassment is like, because like now it's like, it would kind of be funny. Yeah. Like if you like fully pissed yourself on my couch, I'd be like, all right, that's. <laughs> it would be inconvenient. That's goofy. <laughs> But yeah, it was. I was like, "There's nothing. There could be nothing worse than like peeing on my crushes." But because I knew that they would tell everyone, so I was like, "I need to get." Yeah, so I got away with it. But it was still like the worst moment of my entire life as a teenager. Oh uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> but I just fully denied it. I just fully denied, and uh, and I remember my best because I was with my best friend, and she was like did you pee on his bed? And I was like, no. I was like, why do you guys not believe me? You should have gone on the offense and be like, I did it because he's a bad man. And I was like, if I liked him, I wouldn't have done that. I punished him. But yeah, there's only one other friend I have who like, she had the same thing and it was just like so comforting to know like someone else has like just pees themselves whenever yeah. they laugh. We were at the airport and she just was laughing so hard she peed herself. I was like, well, your flights are on. <laughs> like, it's, it's really, there's like nothing worse. Like the peak of joy. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Ruin it. Yeah, it's like, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like just been through a storm. <laughs> when I was at, like, I must have been like in kindergarten. Like I was. Like, maybe, like, first grade. Like, I was very young. I remember I was over at my best friend Hannah's house, and we were having a sleepover. And I, I was, okay, so I was sitting on top of, a, like, a dresser, and, and same thing. Like, somebody made me laugh so hard. And I, so I pissed my pants. And it was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, like, still kids where, like, you could kind of get away with yeah. pissing your pants. <laughs> and so I, like, changed. But, like... I can't remember what happened, but, like, I had to be, like, I had to go tell our parents to be, like, listen, I need my pants. And then later, we went to bed, and I was wrapped up in one of her, her dad was, like, a photographer and, like, 
like a wilderness so he had all this like nice camping gear so I was in like one of his like nice down sleeping bags and he made me laugh too hard again and I pissed <laughs> filled the sleeping bag with piss just a bag full of piss for the second time in one night and, and then I had and I like I was like I remember laying there really like I hate it I'll just sleep in it it's fine like the idea of being like Jeff I did it again <laughs> They'd be like, you, listen, you can't come over here anymore. Yeah, my God, right? I would if, if I was a parent, I'd be like, this one leaks. We can't. <laughs> this one's not coming over anymore. I don't know what to do about it, because I still, it happens, like, if I just laugh too hard unexpectedly, it's like, I don't have any control over it. It is so funny, though, because it's like Your the peak Achilles moment of joy. Yeah. And then the deepest shame. <laughs> I have a friend who used to get her period all over my house. Like, whenever we had sleepovers, like... I remember I had a party at my house once, and she slept in my mom's bed with her boyfriend, and she... Raunchy. Yeah, I know. And, oh, I'd get in so much trouble with my mom, yeah. And, um... Did you let her? You were like, go for it? Yeah, I was like, because I had a guy in my bed, and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> But she, like, ran wow, into the room, and she... Oh, it was literally, like, going to a small, weird And now college. you just eat dirt out of a and bowl now, all the time. <laughs> now I just eat dandy, blonde <laughs> tea. <laughs> She literally makes me poop five times a day. <laughs> That's like the greatest stimulation I have. <laughs> but I remember she like ran into my room and she was like, oh my God, I got my period in your mom's bed. And so I had to like bleach it out. And my mom is like, I, I would have gotten kicked out of my home probably if my mom knew that someone not, if I had a party and I had let someone sleep in her bed. And then and another- if you like. I mean, it's teenagers having sex in her bed, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 gross. <laughs> and then a second time, we were having a sleepover. I think it was a similar situation, and she wasn't in my mind. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she had, like, gotten her period on my floor. And I was I like... I don't even know how, how you do that. I was like, what? And she was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? how did that happen? She's like... <laughs> like, her pants had to have been off. I don't know, but... That must have been quite a heavy flow. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my high school was it was insane. But that was it's interesting to me because I feel like women pee their pants and guys poop their pants. Like I've never pooped my pants. I have never either, and people are, are like always shocked to hear that. Really? I've never shit my pants. I've never pooped my pants. No. But I hear guys do it all the time. There was a time when every time Toller was hungover, he would shit his pants. Really? A little bit. He was short. Yeah. It's so crazy. It was just like, I don't know. I, think I have the opposite just gave him problem. kind of a loose Oh, stool. probably. I think that's what it was yeah. just more like. And then I remember one time we were like in a big fight. <laughs> we were in a big fight. And, uh, and then like, I, we, like we, he like came out of the room. He's like, well, I just sharted. So I hope, you're, <laughs> I hope you feel better. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the opposite problem. I used to have really bad oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have the opposite. Yeah. I d- the, I have home bowl syndrome. They're... That's what my family calls it. <laughs> like, I can't poop anywhere but my house. Oh, yeah. That's, it's been I, getting better. I was going to say, I've been getting a lot better. I know. I feel like I've been maturing. Like, yeah. I can poop at jam. Because, me too. I've been shitting at work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do it, like, with some frequency. Like, with, I used to, someone's like, in the stall next to me, someone. No, that I will not do. Oh. I got that. You're I've graduated. so brave. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I used to, like, I'd be at work and I'd have to shit and be like, well, gotta wait four hours to get home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bummer. <laughs> I used to, like, when I traveled when I was younger, like, I wouldn't poop. And it was, For days. Yeah, yeah, that's when my uncle called the home bowl syndrome. Yeah. But when, if there is someone else in the bathroom, I have to, like, synchronize my breathing with, like, you know, if you're like... <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> to like mute it. I'm like. I I can't I can't if somebody else is in the bathroom then I just give up and leave and I'll. Kristen Toomey has such a good bit about that about women pooping and she's like listen we need to let it out she's like we need to it's true I feel like guys in the guys I think they're probably just like (laughs) like, just like everyone's pooping they're holding hands under the stall (laughs) like you got it yeah (laughs) more more (laughs) and we're just like oh no I just come in here to sit (laughs) I'm just texting nothing I would never (laughs) But yeah, the, yeah, I, in high school, I had, I used to have really bad constipation and I, the moment I think it was the worst and it like triggered it for the rest of my life was I got my tonsils removed and they gave me Vicodin and I didn't know that Vicodin just made you not poop and I loved being on Vicodin. It was basically like I blacked out on life for, I totally get opioids now. Like I have never, I've never tried any like pills or anything it was I, it was only for that and I was so I, ne- I had never had it before so like my system was so sensitive to it and so I just took like extreme levels of Vicodin for like two weeks and I just and for I wasn't really yeah for my tonsils that seems kind of like when I got my wisdom teeth out they offered me Vicodin and my mom's like no just give her the big horse pill ibuprofen and it was like but also it was like that was more than enough it didn't it wasn't that bad yeah, for my wisdom teeth I didn't need anything I don't think I took any pain relievers but for my tonsils it was really painful and the cicadas are loud as all uh-huh. fuck. Are you hearing these guys? Mm-hmm. They're out there. They're like, fuck me. <laughs> I want to have sex. I'm going to go close the window. Keep talking. But, um, yeah, I just, like, hadn't eaten for two weeks. And I forgot that I hadn't eaten. And so after, like, a week and a half. No, after about two weeks, I realized I hadn't pooped in two weeks. And and I started to, like, experience extreme for pain. For two weeks? For two weeks, I oh hadn't pooped. Oh, my God. Because, like, it just... Vicodin, there's something about it that it just, like, stops your system. And and I just remember, it was, like, I went from, like, zero to, to like, 500. And so, like, I was just, like, not in touch with my bowels. And then suddenly it was, like, <gasps> and it was, like, the blue line, like, trying to leave my butthole. Like, <laughs> like the blue line express. And I was just, like, sweating so hard. And I called my dad on the toilet. And I was, like... Dad, like, call an ambulance. Like, I literally was in so much pain. I wanted an ambulance to pick me up to, like, get it surgically removed. And he was like, Lucian, no. And, and it felt like a landslide, like, when a land, like, a landslide was coming through a hole, but, like, one rock was blocking it, you know? Oh, so it was like, God. <laughs> like and it, but he was like, Lucian, just, like, settle down, <laughs> like, drink some water, take a laxative, and then it, it ended up coming out. But, like, there was a time in my life where I faced the possibility of I was like I would rather have like a surgeon cut me open <laughs> and remove it <laughs> than be where I am which would be like the most human like my biggest fear in life is dying from constipation I have a big duty sticker in my butt doctor <laughs> <laughs> um at our live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own discussing ladylike stories and these are some of those stories and, um, okay, I will start, um, okay, last night my boyfriend came in my hair by accident. I said, cool, leave-in conditioner. That's it? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Okay, cool. I, um, I really don't think cum works like that. I think, <laughs> I thought, I think you could use it as maybe regular gel. conditioner. Or, or oh, yeah, gel. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
There's something wrong. I don't think. I don't think it conditions. I don't think it conditions. Well, definitely it's not a shampoo. So that leaves. What else could? If anything, I feel like it's the opposite of. It's like conditioner when you don't remove all of it. And then it's, it's just like, oily. which is yeah. the worst feeling. Yeah. And there's just like a rock of conditioner. conditioner. You don't? No. Wow. I I'm am. addicted to conditioner. Are you? I am. <laughs> well, I, this probably isn't interesting to hear about, but I kind of like weighs my hair down. So I notice like uh, sometimes it will, it won't be like very curly. Oh yeah. Go, go for it. It's so soft. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why do you shampoo? Maybe we don't even need conditioner. I mean. It is a People human. keep telling me we don't even need shampoo. Shampoo, Yeah. But I literally, I tried it a few times. If I, even like one, t- one time without shampoo, my hair is like greasy. The next day, yeah. just felt like not. I use a shampoo bar, so I'm I'm moving towards oh, nature. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lush yeah, has good that ones. That makes sense. Okay. Um. This lady said, in a promiscuous time of my life, I was sleeping at a friend's, whose partner wasn't a big fan of my sl- sluttiness, <laughs> with my dog sleeping with their roommate. I awoke to the dogs going nuts and the chickens in the house. Lots of questions for this person. (laughs) The other housemate let them out and my dog had killed one of the chickens. My friend's partner's chicken. Fuck. Add that to the list of things he hates about me. (laughs) So spastically, I hid the chicken in the trunk of my car, which had a dead battery and walked my dog home. Three days later, after... A fun night with my current catch. We had to go get my car on my way to work. It was 100 degree weather, dead of summer, oh, and I had to, to, um, and I had to work. There might be a bad smell, maybe some leftovers in the trunk. Needless to say, the smell was so horrid. She tried to help by throwing the food away before I could stop her. The fly-infested body was revealed. Oh. Well, I said there might be a dead chicken in my trunk. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I have a, there's so many loose ends on that one. <laughs> Seems to be a country house. Did they not notice the missing chicken? Like, did they think the chicken, like, left? Flew the coop? I feel like, how many chickens do they have that they wouldn't notice if one was dead? If one was slaughtered? I've noticed, even people that have quite a few chickens, they know, they kind of know who the chickens are. Yeah. You gotta keep a head count on chickens. That's sort of sociopathic, I think, to not... If your dog, if my dog killed someone's chicken, I would immediately tell them. Um, Delaying that and hiding the dead chicken yeah. in your car makes it so <laughs> much worse. Gross. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. This is this one. Okay, this is another one. This is quite a, a tale. Okay, I had a boyfriend who was a wet and messy fetishist. So into dumping weird viscous liquids on my head like slime or pieing me in the face with actual pies. <laughs> which I'm already like it's weird to me he's into that but not doing it to himself like to, he's into doing it to other people yeah. like I, he loves Nickelodeon yeah <laughs> <That's just laughs> disgusting millennials <laughs> um, no just kidding that is millennial uh, oh no yeah no it's very okay <laughs> Yeah, slime away. Um, okay, another aspect of this uh, is very contingent on clothing. His choice of which is casual leather. Well, one time uh, we were getting messy with honey. However, I didn't have any normal honey. My aunt owns a honey farm, so it was infused with fruit peels and stuff. 
He he had me wear leather leggings. I'm I'm doing air quotes, so this yeah. is, you guys can't see me. But leather is in quotations leggings and a leather jacket with leather boots and poured my poured my honey on my head in my bathroom for easy cleaning before having sex. During, I could feel the leather bonding to the floor tiles with honey. Whoa. When we were done, I realized my clothes and hair were stuck to the floor, and he had to yank me off the floor with a ton of force, pulling my hair out in some parts. My hair was matted with marmalade honey bits for days, and I had to throw away the jacket with hardened bits of honey on it. How do you, how do you get honey out of your hair? I would just shave my head at that point. I have so many... I, uh... This fetish is so... I've never heard that before. Wait, so I... <laughs> like, I don't even get... So he likes rubbing honey onto leather? Wild. <laughs> Wild stuff. <laughs> well, we welcome all. Yeah. That's, that's wild. So much setup. Yeah. Just to... I love imagining whoever was writing that. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> there was... I feel like she relieved a lot of stress. <laughs> I have so many questions. I know. I, I really That's like do. an easy episode. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, I mean, it's like the... I wonder, like, how often she'll do this. Because it's like such a whole thing to, like... Does she like it, too? Yeah. Does she do it because he likes it? Yeah, what if she doesn't really like it? But I wouldn't is, like it. I hate yeah. being sticky. Yeah, why would I want to be covered in honey? Yeah. If it, was, if it wasn't sticky. The honey is where I would draw that. Yeah. Like, some maybe gooey. Like some I would do of, oil. Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah. slippery. Honestly, though, even like lube, I'm like, okay, well, there's lube on my hands, so I need to stop. Like, I, this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is another one where it's kind of vague, but I'm like intrigued. Um, my first night subbing, my master gave me an enema. He told me to get rid of it, but I didn't get rid of all of it. Dot dot dot. So I don't know if that means that they like shit out salt water in an Uber or something. <laughs> What's the policy for that? Oh, that is definitely a cleaning fee, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> is You're that like, no? It's not pee. It's just water. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, that's worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just my salt water. Oh, that's far worse. <laughs> Um, is that, like, a thing in the dominatrix world, is, like, giving each other That's enemas? Because now I'm into dominatrix. See, <laughs> Free enemas. Sexy and practical. <laughs> Clean me up. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I've never, I've, I don't really know much about, um, yeah, like, that type of. All I've heard is that it's a very organized community. Yes, because like I, right, that's like kind of the whole thing. It's like you can't do it if you don't if there's you don't have like very organized rules and yeah. consent and stuff. Yeah, it's like a whole like they're organizers, like event organizers, and you sense. have to really. So really, they're nerds. I've heard about they're the fetish nerds. community is actually sort of the same way. I know someone Nerdy. who knows someone with a foot fetish, and he's been in a long term relationship, but. Um, but he has a foot fetish and his girlfriend doesn't. So she was like, Go find someone to do your fetish with. And so he like tapped into this foot fetish world and it's like not sex. It's just like all feet. And it's what it's the same thing. It's like these, it's like intense organizing power. But It's like a scene. So, but I mean, it's like, yeah. So it's like, he wants to like touch people's feet and then jack off. 
I guess or so. have sex with the per- person. Or their I, feet. I guess so. He just like loves touching people's feet. It must be that he wants to jack off. It's gotta be right. Yeah. It I would. I would let somebody touch my feet. Oh, that absolutely. I, yeah. Well, I guess it depends how they're doing it. If they're, like, breathing all over my feet, I wouldn't like that. But if they want to, like, give me a rub, If I they would, were, like, a super a chill person who just yeah. happened to need to touch people's feet, I, that would be my <laughs> ideal situation. Is they were, like, really cool. Well, it's our... This reminds... I don't know if I'm allowed to talk... Well, I'll just be very vague, but one of our mutual friends had that... We'll talk about uh, Okay, one. for the listeners, I'm I'm mouthing someone's <laughs> name, Lucia, and she's really not picking it up. Bad at reading lips. Um, I'm but, tired. But she had, like, a, like a sex slave for a while. Where he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got off on, like, kind of being inconvenienced and doing chores for her, and then he'd go home and jack off, I guess. That's crazy. <laughs> Which I'm like... So would they not even like have sex? I made it up. Like, like... This sounds like I made a wish and was like, where, who, he's out there, like. <laughs> I just need someone to clean my house. Yeah, like, that's, like, the type of thing he wanted to, he, or he wanted to, like, drive across town to, to, like, bring her, like, like, bobby pins. Or, like, you know, like, like, that's like, he so... liked being, like, put, like, put out of, yeah. I, I, re- I remember her telling, talking about it. And there was a lot of foot stuff as well. There was foot stuff, oh. Yeah. Well, she's, she has just really the jackpot with that one, then massages and um chores well i think i think there's a point where like he wanted it too much and she was like listen i don't need any chores done right now yeah (laughs) well yeah and she said it was like one of those things where like it like or like he'd like give her rides and stuff but she was like he says he'll drop whatever he's doing but sometimes it's like he's at work he can't so it's like (laughs) You know, if you're like counting on this guy driving over and take you somewhere, and then it's like a personal assistant, like, but like it's not yeah, but his he's job. Horny. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, this is the favorite one I've read so far, and I feel like it's vulnerable and so relatable, and I just appreciate whoever did this. Um, once I bought my entire lunch at Staples. So sad face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> that one we read that at the show a lot, and. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's so simple. <laughs> I'm like very just. Like, she's sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's okay. It's okay to do that. Um. Okay, I have one more. On November eighth, uh, when I went to, to vote for president for the presidential election, um, I unfortunately had a UTI, and I peed myself in the voting booth and the retirement home. And, oh, at the retirement home, and fucking Hillary didn't even win. Aww. That's a sad one, but... Do UTIs make you pee your pants? Maybe I've had a perpetual, lifelong UTI since I was five. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I had it, it was like... Yeah, it was... Well, I, w- I never, like, actually peed my pants, but it was like, you always feel like you have to pee. Like, like every time uh. you go to pee, like, you're, like, running to the bathroom. And then you'll get there, and, like, you... You barely pee at all. Like, oh. but you always feel like you have to pee, and then like, yeah, and it can oh, that's be like hell. An oh, it was. One I've of never the had worst. a UTI. I for a while there, I got them all the time, and I was like, I started noticing. I was like, it's when I would get dehydrated, I would get a UTI, or a bladder mm. infection. I don't know if it's the same thing, but like, I think it is. I would just sit on the toilet for when when I when when was like coming on. It's like you pee, and like then all of a sudden, like there's like a point where you're like, oh god, it's coming, and like, I would sit on the toilet and just 
try to flush it all out, I would just pee as much as I could, and I would just reach over to the sink and drink water, like, non-stop for, like, did it two help? hours. Does it yeah, it, yeah, it did. Sometimes I could save myself before I got bad, and sometimes... I wonder if I can make... Yeah, sometimes make... I'm pissing blood. Yeah, we don't oh, know. Oh, very cool. <laughs> I wonder if I can make it my whole life without a UTI. Well... That's sort of my new goal. If you don't drink and you drink as much water as you do, that's I true. Think, I think it's a yeast issue, right? Um, I think. Well, I think it's. Bacteria. And like, if you don't have, if you don't go to the bathroom after having sex. Yeah, that was another one. That that's would, another. Because I think bacteria. I don't have your, sex, so it's not an issue. Well, but you're gonna be fine. I'm just never have sex with. You're gonna be life. okay. <laughs> Our life story is from Hattie Preston. Hattie is originally from London, and you've seen her on The Royals on E! This was recorded in July of 2019. Here's Hattie Preston. Yes, lads, how are we doing? How's everyone? Have a good night, well done. You've stayed to the end, well done, well done, well done. London, just so we're all clear, because otherwise everyone spends the first five minutes like, mm, Wisconsin? She's a she's a twat. I mean, she's an idiot. She like she's one of the nannies I work with. Some nanny because I hate stereotypes. Uh, this girl came up to me and she goes, "So, okay, um, is your Fourth of July like our 9/11?" <laughs> Like we as a nation collectively agreed to always forget. <laughs> She's a twat. Uh, we're not talking about that anymore. Because I killed her. No, we didn't. Um, right, we're going to talk about because that's alright. So I've been in America for 18 months now. Right, this is, I've lived here for 18 months. In Chicago. And, um, and I moved here. It's really funny, I'm about to leave. I've got to go back home because you guys take visas seriously, it turns out. They uh, kept that quiet. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I came, a lot's changed since I came to America. I came to America um, in the midst of a drought. Right, um, it had been a long time. Um, I, when, well, I, I turned 30 just before I came to Chicago. And I have awful girlfriends, I think, because they did that thing where they were like, oh my god, everyone says 20s are the best, right? They're not, 30s. 30s is where it's at. 30s is amazing. 30s, 30s everything gets really, really good. <laughs> The night before I turned 30, I need to particularly be clear, like I turned 30 at the end of hurricane season. I don't know if anyone knows what hurricane season is. That's the period of time after you've come out of a breakup of a massively, massively long relationship. And the reason it's called hurricane season is because there is zero regard for life, zero direction, absolute just panic and noise and enormous amounts of damage to property. It is just, I don't know if anyone else does it like I do, but my God, my hurricane season. My hurricane season involves losing my knickers to a stranger in Barcelona, going to bed with my friend's cousin the night before her wedding, and then waking up between two pro baseball players the night after her wedding. And then at one point, yeah, I nailed it, fucking nailed it. Um, and, they, and they are as stupid as they think, as they say. Um, and, and then the other favorite one was I took a toy boy at one stage. I cannot recommend that enough. The young men, I just not like call someone young, but like, yeah, just wonderful. I um, he he did, however, throw out my new absolute favorite mid-sex offering, which was um, I'm gonna fuck you so hard, your grandkids are gonna feel it. <laughs> I actually 
wouldn't have minded though, yeah. Except then he fucked me so softly that my labia couldn't feel it. I stayed with that fella for like three months over that summer. So my hurricane season was just, oh. Um, the night before I turned 30, I shagged an Irishman who worked on a construction site at the end of my road. <laughs> yes, listen. <laughs> him on the construction site. Like, he was friends, so he just happened to be working on a construction site at the end of my road, which was amazing because like, I feel like some men shag you for your body, like some men shag you for the street when he shagged me for the commute. And I was like, wicked. Wicked, you're wicked. Uh, that's good in English, that means good. Um, you're like, ma. Um, so that was my identity as well. So I moved, so I, that, so I turned and then it stopped. Sex stopped. It ended. Six months later, I moved to Chicago, thinking like, I've got, I've got to do that. It's got like the accent. What? Like, got to do that? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, by this point, my vibrators have had to appeal to the union over one reason or another. Do you know what I mean? It's just like not again. Um, and then a few months in, we got to about 10 months all in, and I started in this writing class in Second City, and there was, oh God, there he was, this like, you know it's perfect, like tall, blonde, tan, South African, like, oh God, like, yes, yes, and he like, did the all, like took my number, which they never do, because I usually slept with them before that, and like, just took my number, which is amazing, and I like, went out on our first day, and the first day was one of those ones where like, we were supposed to go see a show, but we just couldn't stop talking. I'm joking. Like, I didn't stop talking. Obsessed with each other talking. I just, and then like, paid the like, split the bit. It was perfect. Like, walked me to the bus stop, didn't try and kiss me, wait till I got on the bus, texted me to check I got home. I don't know if anyone else is single uh, in 2018, 2019. That's the notebook for us. Okay? <laughs> that is now the notebook. Okay? none of which I had, burped afterwards, and then turned around to me, made me spit the bill of wine I hadn't drunk, and then went, so are we gonna fuck or what? <laughs> that was my last date in England, so that's, how, that's what I was coming in with. So then, so we had this amazing date. He was perfect. And, um, and he messaged me two days later, we were like non-stop texting, and he goes, uh, listen, I'm only in America for two months, and I just wanna see as much of it as I can. Um, do you wanna come on a road trip with me? In years to come, when I have children, I will look back on this exchange with actual horror and terror. Because what I said to a stranger I'd met twice and gone on a date with was, yes, absolutely, yes. Yes, I'd like to get in the car with you when I don't, in a country that I don't own a cell phone and I don't know where we're going and I won't be driving into a strange man who's a lot bigger than me. And I think slays lions back in his home country. <laughs> so I did that. Um, and, and, but the thing is, he told me, he was like, he's this beautiful acting. He was like, uh, okay, so I'll, uh, I'll be in charge of the car, uh, and if you could be in charge of the accommodation. And I was like, of course I can, of course I can. I can, I can absolutely do accommodation, I can absolutely do accommodation. I can do accommodation, absolutely. Um, I remember, well, yeah, by this point we haven't kissed yet, all right? And like, I don't wanna like, I don't wanna assume things because like I said, like, I remember trying to kiss a guy just before I left England in Chicago and I went to kiss him. I, admittedly I've had like 114 Proseccos by that stage, but like, I went to kiss him and he made this face. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I actually 
still got his bird in my record. Like, I actually don't remember that. Um, so I was like, I'm going to take any chances. So I did, I think, what any self-respecting slut can do, which is I um, invited myself over to his flat, sunk a bottle of wine, and tried to make sure he was seducible um, before I bought road trip sexy underwear. You know, um, he was. <laughs> that was good. And, um, and so as we walked, as we walked into the bed, bedroom, he, um, and it was like perfect. Everything was perfect. You know, you're just like, you deserve this. Patty, you deserve this. You have had horrible, horrible sex. But so, actually, watch that. I, I have, I have wonderful sex. It's just the visiting tea that blemishes the score. Like, I, I have wonderful sex. my clothes I want to do, they evaporated, and, and we were lying there, kissing me, it was perfect, and he looks me in the eye and he goes, um, I've got to tell you something, and I was like, yeah, I love you too, what do you want? Luckily <laughs> 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 I didn't say that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it, <laughs> stunning, yes. Um, and I thought back to what we talked about that night, all the subjects we'd cover. It was a wonderful night, talking about everything. And I knew he had a dad who was a, pa a pastor. You say pastor, pastor, <laughs> priest, man of the church. Um, and, uh, and he had six siblings. And I was like, you're no sex before marriage, aren't you? And he looked at me and he went, yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in sex before marriage. I then said the worst thing that I think I've ever said. Um, and I want to emphasize that this was in the moment of trying to not make him feel small or rejected or uncomfortable for his beliefs and also um, panic and confusion and terror. Um, I said, no, that's fine. To me, you're just an African man who didn't say age. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Um, we kept going after that. It kept, it kept going because what I thought, okay, Here's what I thought. I was like, if this is a man who doesn't have sex, can I, right, I'm not gonna go on a religious tirade here. I think you should all be allowed to believe whatever you wanna believe. I think religion is very important for some people. Can I just say, he could do everything else. He would do everything else. So to be clear, these guys, these guys who are responsible for like the Sistine Chapel, for the Mona Lisa, for any part of Barcelona, then this guy, this guy who's responsible for like, the words of Shakespeare, Puccini's opera, like these guys, fair game. The guy who went benching for the big game is this guy. The guy who gets a bit panicky when he walks past the Lululemon lemon mannequins in the front window, like really? The guy who gets a little bit stressed out about Bo Peep in Toy Story, like that's the guy. That's the guy we're saving. The guy who at seven was like, hello! But okay, fine, good for you, church. Um, I just, amazing. So, good for him, had beliefs. And so, uh, he'd do everything else. He would do everything else. And he'd had girlfriends before me. So I was like, he is going to be fucking Captain America. Well, Captain Africa, like the rest of it, isn't he? He's going to be like the guy and the rest of it. And he, um, he just, he just started doing it without any foreplay. Just wanging it in without any foreplay. Before you were all like, what the happy? He doesn't have sex. He only had his fingers. Yes, he did my favourite thing, which is when they use their fingers as a penis. Has everyone come up against this? Yeah, when they use the fingers as a penis. It ceases to be foreplay, boys, when your elbow's involved. If 
horribly, horribly wrong. So here's, do you know the lovely thing about the penises? No knuckles. <laughs> Did you know that about the penis? Zero knuckles. So he's given it, given it this. And, um, and I, I, I turned around and, and I was like, you can't wang it in without any foreplay. You can't just keep going and assume I'm there without any foreplay. And he was like, but, but what are you talking about? I was like, starting that without any foreplay is like ringing, by the way, sorry, I'm so sorry, kissing on the mouth for the boys in the room who are looking extremely confused. Kissing on the mouth isn't foreplay, okay? Are we all clear? Kissing on the mouth? No, no, my little, my little champions. No, 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 That is like, that, doing that without proper foreplay is like ringing the doorbell and then just going, a second or two and um, he just looks at me with this like, blind panic, like absolute blind panic in his eye and I was like okay right no, no. I was like if you get down there and you, you're it's dark or you're lost or confused I was like don't worry just give it your alphabet just give it the old give it the old alphabet and he just goes with my tongue I was like, sorry I was like, with your tongue with it, ugh, no, gross, absolutely not, no, just get in a real place and just, just sing it up there. Just A, B, C, D, E, like, what, like, bitch loves a tune. Two girlfriends before me, just to emphasize that, two, that means two of these bitches in Africa and released him back into the wild in that condition. Um, so then he went back to, to, to this, because presumably he'd lost his watch up there or something, is, is how it felt. Um, and I came up with probably the greatest talk I've ever given anyone. I'm not very wise. I don't know if you've picked up on that. But I excelled myself that night. It was a night I think I really became a woman. Um, I turned around and I was like, okay. It was, I, I yelped. I mean, I yelped and I was told him it was attached and he had to stop. Um, and I was like, okay. These guys? Christopher Walken. That's what these guys are. They're Christopher Walken. Everyone know Christopher Walken, the actor, the Oscar Walken, the actor from Inglorious Bastards? There we go. I was like, this guy? Brad Pitt. I was like, everyone makes a fuss about Brad Pitt, but oof, Christopher Walken can steal a movie. I was like, ugh, use well, Christopher Walken can slay a movie. I was like, yeah, I've got Brad Pitt. You're never gonna be Brad Pitt. No one can be Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt. I was like, but use well. These guys are angels. These guys can sing like art you didn't even know existed. We had one of those wonderful nights of like discovering things and like finding things and wondering things. And it blessed, oh, blessed that boy, stuck around for the whole thing. And, um, and then we went on our road trip and uh, we did uh, Indiana, Hoosier Park, Hoosier, Hoosier National Forest, and then we did Kentucky Bourbon and we did Nashville, Tennessee. And on the way back to Chicago, we even stumbled across the clitoris. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Lucia Whalen. Oh, I have spicy chicken sandwich at uh, the Crowd Theater every. Right now, it's every fourth Wednesday of the month at 8 p.m. It's a multimedia show, super fun, and uh, I think that's. Oh, and freshman. a show about your terrible early art, a transistor, every second Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. And there is usually free beer or kombucha and the best comics in the city revealing all of their embarrassing childhood art. 
I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LadylikeChicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.